Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this week's episode, I was joined by Lana McKenna as we talked about the fact she believes, and I so utterly agree, that everything is temporary. We also have great chats about learning from failure and about always moving forward and sort of accepting that you have to just keep maybe getting it wrong so that you can eventually get it right and not stopping after the first hurdle. Lana is also one of the youngest women I've had on the podcast at 33 so it was really nice to hear wisdom from such a young woman as well. A great conversation. I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. Lana, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. No problem, happy to be here. Yeah, we've been talking yeah, about it for a while, it. Lana. We definitely have been talking about it for a while. Tell us a bit about you. Well, yeah, I'm Lana. Um, I'm 33. I'm a freelance business intelligence consultant and financial services. I've been doing that sort of freelance since I was 25, so I did that quite early. And I think I've kind of hit the stage in my life I'm trying to do something new, so a second business uh, via starting a property portfolio. So that's underway at the moment. I'm really enjoying that. I have a little boy as well. He's only two, so he'll be three next month. So big changes, I think, in, in our lives and yeah, sort of looking at a new direction. So yeah, that's a bit about myself. Yeah. Oh, perfect, perfect. And you've reassured me you now know what you know for sure because we've had a lot, we met through a Business Women Connections Glasgow. So yeah. we've had a lot of conversations with a few minds with a lot of us <laughs> around my podcast. Um, but you've worked out what you know for sure. So it was great to hear from you this week. So tell me, Lana. What do you know for sure? I think, well, it was, a, it was a hard question. I think you have to go away and think about it, don't you? Um, but for me, I think what I know for sure is everything's temporary in life. So when the highs are high, you really enjoy them. And when the lows are low and things aren't going your way, just ride it out. It's just a storm and you learn from it. As I said earlier, I'm just early 30s. So you have like your, your school life, you have then your, your uni life, and then you go into also your more professional career. It's all kind of on the off, isn't it? And then as you hit sort of your 30s, I'm imagining maybe moving into sort of a later life, 40s, 50s, there's sort of bumps in the road and things, yeah. but you realise that you appreciate when things are going really well and then you'll learn a hell of a lot when things get a bit trickier. I think as you get older in life, things become a bit more difficult, more responsibilities, bigger and more important decisions you're making. But yeah, so I think over the last maybe five, ten years, that's something I've really noticed is you enjoy the highs and then you learn from the lows as well, yeah. I totally, totally resonate with that and I think, like, nothing lasts forever is something that I would say when I'm doing some of the speaking and stuff that I do. I remind myself that in the hard times because we need it in the hard times but I actually think it's so valuable people can say you're negative if you're saying it about the good times but it's dead valuable to be in a good space and think I'm really enjoying this and really feel it doesn't it exactly like really appreciate it and like feel feel grateful for it this is all going amazing everything's going my way this is this is brilliant like just make the most of it and as you say really be mindful be aware Uh of what's going on and then when things aren't quite going, because nothing, nothing like failure, you're learning from failure, failure leads towards success. So let, like, take the lows and take the hits along the way and sort of go, like, okay, what have I learned from that? Mm-hmm. And you just come out stronger at the other end. So you sink or swim, don't you? And I, I, I think you take every every difficult situation and say, okay, this has happened. I, I can't control what's happened, but I control how I react to it. And I control what I learn from it. And I'm just going to move on from it I, stronger than before. And yeah. Don't let it happen again. I think, yeah, you just you learn in life, don't you? I think. Aye. Everything's great, early 20s. It's probably like 
best time ever, having a great time, and then things get a bit more serious in life the older you get. So they yeah, do. definitely learn from it. They do, and I think that whole thing, learning from failure, I often say I never fail, I win or I learn, <laughs> because that's <laughs> really what I think. Because you know, every day is a school day. And I've said that probably often in the, the podcast, like I'll be learning until the day I die, until my last breath. I hope I am because you never know at all. You never know enough. And a failure is just something that comes with, the, I suppose, the territory of deciding to try different things and try new things, isn't it? Exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's trial and error. You learn all these amazing adventures that we never got things first time round. Exactly. The light bulb, for instance, that's a sort of pinnacle example, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That didn't happen overnight. That was thousands of of attempts. So yeah, I think you're always learning. But appreciate things that are going well. Really revel in it, enjoy it. But have your goals as well. So when you are sort of hitting roadblocks, there, what what is your goal? What's your end game? How do I get there? Smaller pieces. Yeah, things aren't always going to go right. to plan. Mm-hmm. What went wrong? Okay, let's reroute and uh, try again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then you also then sort of look forward to the next this is a big success you then appreciate your next success even more yeah your next goal whereas if you were just always staying staying static you wouldn't appreciate the highs as much either so it's that uh, of a roller coaster definitely take risks don't uh, risk what is, it, what is it what is it the same as regrets worse than not taking the risk in the exactly. first place so the wee anecdote yeah. one an example that i love sharing is wd-40 the only actually <laughs> That was called WD-40 because it was their 40th attempt to get in the, this recipe, right? And I think, how many times do we stop before we get to five, let alone 40? You talked yeah. about the light bulb, the same, hundreds and mm-hmm. hundreds of times. And, like, we need to just keep pushing past our own attitude that we have with ourselves about the fact we didn't mm-hmm. get it right first time. Very few people get very little things right first time I mean it's not it's not like happening all over the place so I really resonate with that but I mean you said there that you went freelance at 25 now I went freelance yep. at 422 and I thought it was a leap freelance at 25 wow where did the spirit come from I, I think that? I've just always I, I think I like to always sort of set goals I like to always push for the next thing and I guess it's in the nature of the, the work I was in anyway. I, I joined as a consultant. I graduate team as a consultant. And that you're just in that field and that, that in, in that industry. You had a lot of freelancers, so you're around it. It's always sort of you put yourself in the right room, isn't it? Put yourself in the right conversations. And the opportunity just came my way early on. And you know, I thought, take the risk. If it doesn't work out, as you said, feel you learn from it. But it opened up so many doors. It really did like, at that young age. Um, I think it really... You have to sort of stand on your own two feet and you have to rely on yourself a lot more. But I think it did be the world of good, just taking that chance. So, yeah, it came along at the right time. I guess I just maybe had the guts to go and do it. Mm. And I didn't look back. I'm still freelance in that field now. Then I'm now looking for my next thing as well. So let's go to property. I mean, I think anyone knows that isn't interested in property, you've got an awful lot of rejection there, an awful lot of failures. Mm-hmm. But as I said before, like you just learn. Yeah, okay, that one didn't, well, that was actually the wrong offer, that was the wrong strategy, that was the wrong approach. But you're always learning and you're always moving forward. And when you do get that offer accepted, it's just such a high and it's it's all worth it. And then that's you one step closer to the next goal. Mm -hmm. So you are actually, I'm so glad that you did join and I did ask you probably 5,000 times because you're one of the younger women that have been on the podcast it's usually women ages with me, I would say, in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s, even older than that sometimes. But I don't have a lot of younger women on the podcast, so I'm delighted to get your your voice in the max of all these podcasts. When you think about 
how you move forward at like 33 I mean you're still young and like you know the essence that comes through in the, the podcast is always about that I wish I had trusted myself more when I was younger I wish I had more faith with myself if there is something that comes through time and again that's what it is you obviously did how excited does that make you about your future I mean, I know you're saying that now, but I still think, oh, I wish I'd started Profity so much earlier. I wish I had the guts to do it five years earlier than I'm doing it now. So I think people always have that, the look back, don't they? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's so exciting. I think especially, as I said, also my son, he's he's three next month. And by the time he goes to school, it's more about the freedom, isn't it? And more about the choices for your future. I think now in, in this sort of era, I think maybe even over the last five to 10 years, people just talk about your freedom a lot more. Whereas before that, it was you, you're in a job, you're sort of mm-hmm. in a nine to five, and it was a sort of just the way of the world, I guess, for a mm-hmm. lot of people, isn't mm-hmm. it? Whereas nowadays, with, with also the internet, with everything being so remote, it gives you so much more flexibility. So for me, I think, again, I just want to keep sort of growing from here. So what is, what is the goal of the next three years, the next five years, and the next 10 years? And I think it is just to keep taking those chances and, and keep pushing forward to the next goal and trying not tread water obviously like it's in the way for everyone but I think if anything yeah I think maybe that's just the way I'm, I'm wired a little bit is I just like to take a chance and I like to always be doing something and looking for the next thing so yeah yeah and one of the things when because I've been freelance for five years so when I had put that post on my LinkedIn where it was the five-year anniversary on the first of May one of my top tips for people going thinking about going freelance was you need to hold your nerve Mm. right and also one of my other top tips that I can't not say because it goes hand in hand with it is when you have a meaningful conversation follow up with a proposal of how you could add value so I do that a lot as well but I have to hold my nerve a lot and not just fall into a job but I'm all right with doing that now and I wouldn't want it to be any other way does that Mm -hmm. feel like bravery for you because I had a big network, so I had been I had been in my, my career and in my sector for 20 years. So I had a really, really good network. And that's where a lot of my work still comes from. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if without that, I couldn't have done it. So I always tell people to prioritise their network. Your network at 25 must have been less than, I would imagine, a lot of people much further on in their age. But do you have that feeling of, I need to hold my nerve because what could be next is going to be amazing and I don't want to go for mediocre? Does that resonate I suppose I think it does yeah I think it is it's, it's frightening I guess for anyone isn't it because you need you really need to sort of back yourself you need to have right. confidence in yourself that you can deliver for, for the client at the end of the day and um, I think maybe the industry that I'm in is more sort of like contracting so it wouldn't be as short of it as a week or a two weeks you could be looking at three months yeah. a bit long so there is that sort of level of security mm-hmm. however the way the way I, I think maybe just the way I look at it is that because I did it so young I don't really know anything mm. different because I didn't have that really secure career for 10 to 15 years. I did it so young and it was a little bit daunting initially going, oh, I've got a contract moving for three to six months. What do I do after that? But I didn't have the same responsibility, whereas someone trying to do it in their 30s or 40s where they have a house yeah. to support, they have kids. So I think because I did it young and then I've never actually struggled for that. Mm-hmm. I've, not, I've not really had that sort of impending doom and, and worry about it but and I think it is it's just then keeping yourself current keeping your skill set current you just then at that point yeah always just have to be looking out for the next thing I think but then that is it in any role nothing as I said everything's temporary in life so you're not guaranteed that career for and that job for 10 to 15 years 
I think especially the world is now, there's just so much restructuring all the time. Exactly. Um, Redundancies happen. And whereas if you know your skill set, you know your industry, yeah. then you know that you can go out and you can find your own income. Personally, for me, I actually find it a bit more worrying that you're relying on a role from a company uh. to secure your life as opposed to saying, this is my skill set, this is what I can deliver. Here's the potential client that I can then reach out to. Mm-hmm. I no definitely I feel more secure because nobody's going to turn around and tell me my or, my organisation's getting restructured my job might not exist I know that I'm in for three months usually is where my work is and I will deliver what I need to deliver in that time and then I'll move on to something different and I like that pace of change I have to be honest I love a good ending and I have loads of them now which I think is is really gratifying actually I have to say but see that clear obvious entrepreneurial spirit that you've got where did that come from? Did you did you witness that in your life, or did you just like pop out and do it? I've no idea. Honestly, oh. yeah, I've no idea. My mum and dad they all also all worked and they worked for companies and things, so I, I don't really know where it came from. But myself, I guess my brothers were quite similar, and I think we maybe speak about it quite a lot between ourselves. Right. So I think it is just having that conversation with people, isn't it? And then you sort of you work out what sort of sparks your fire, if you like, or it lights the fire in you. And I think that's that does that for me. I think definitely sort of working within business and especially property, but now I think building something for yourself that really it, it, it sets a fire in me. So I know that's just what, what I'm set out to do now, yeah. But where it came from as in from roots from family, then no, I don't I don't, you know. don't know where it came from. <laughs> and I think do you know, and obviously my company name and my brand is Ignite as well, and you're talking about setting off that fire and mm-hmm. I often contemplate that how much happier could we be if we did things that ignited us as people? Mm-hmm. And I think that that can be seen, you know, there might be some listeners thinking that it's okay for you to say, but actually what I need to remind people all the time is that it was not an easy answer. It was not an easy conclusion. It is not often an easy road to to walk it's often quite challenging and quite stressful and a lot of responsibility but I still would pick it every day of the week and that's open to us all do you feel like that 100 percent, 100% I think yeah work shouldn't feel like work in, in my eyes and I really I enjoy my job as well as I enjoy and I call it a job obviously because it's like my my the, like, so the business that I've worked for freelance for 10 years for me right now that's the job and the project, the prophesize a project, you know, it's uh-huh. start off, it's what I'm building. And I enjoy both sides of it. I think what I don't like is having to sort of say, I need to be here and do this for this amount of time. I feel that's not gratifying for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're delivering pieces of work, that's getting satisfaction, isn't it? And as you say, you're always learning, doing yep. new pieces of work, you're always learning and uh, you're carving your own path. And I think that's, that's what I really enjoy about it, yeah. Aye, aye. Oh, fabulous. I feel as if, like, it's for being one of our youngest guests on the podcast, you actually have got an awful wise head on you, I have to say, well, Lana. Thank you very much. I've that very often. <laughs> I, it's just because it is, if there is a theme that comes up week, you know, week after week with this podcast and there isn't one, I wondered at the start if there would be one, that people would just keep telling me there's not. But what does come up again is that, oh, I wish I'd believed in myself a wee bit more. I wish I'd had more mm. courage. I wish I had being less worried about what other people think you know it's that sort of a, that's the feeling that permeates the whole all 150 odd episodes so far and so for you to be talking about that in your 30s I'm sure if 
previous guests of the show are listening to this, they'll be thinking, good for her. Somebody got it. Somebody got it. And here's hoping women in the future get it as well. Hopefully, yeah. I think you hear so many people sort of our age and I sort of younger speaking about that now, don't they? Because so many people are so more vocal about it. Uh-huh. But I think it's just starting small, isn't it? You don't need to go and take, like, quit your job and take this huge risk. You can start small and just try and build it up over a year, two years and, and see how you go. It doesn't need to be an all or nothing thing. But I think if there's something that you want to do in life, always, always take the risk because that's regret so much worse. That's, that's the way I'm yeah. I totally agree thank you so much for joining me on the podcast Lana no problem I really enjoyed myself thanks for having me Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.